Inspiration now in session. Inspire guys, people. My wife thinks I'm crazy. How did we get here? I can't believe y'all let me have a show. We going higher and higher, let me inspire you. Guys, people, I see you, let me admire you. He gave you vision and purpose, but you struggle to dream. Cause the seed that was sown wasn't stitched in your genes. What was in them was denim. I guess what's in them is in them. There's a different perspective that I'm trying to present them. It ain't always peace when you see the peace sign. It don't make you a Levite cause you rock Levi's. What's up, people? I am your host, Jay Will. And I would like to welcome you to Inspire God's People, where we balance faith and business to guide you to your purpose. Sometimes I don't know what to say. Look, man, in the world we live in today, it's like so politically correct and everybody is so charged up and triggered that you like, yo, how can I say something with the goal and the intention of furthering and building the body of Christ and in the love of God, but also in the spirit of truth. And that's sometimes the challenge, whether you are a Christian entrepreneur or minister and you are out here in this world where, let's be honest, I just got to be real, we are allowing the world to control the narrative. What I specifically mean by that is that we are allowing the way we think about things to be controlled by the world, especially controversial things. And that's kind of the scary part about it because, you know, oftentimes controversial things are the most important issues that we have to be aware as believers. Like, what do I do? How do I think through this? And I'm going to just say something. This is maybe like a little shade at some of the Christian artists, the famous ones out there. And I'm not going to say no names, no but let me just throw a little shade your way. I listen to interviews sometimes. I kind of, you know, creep up on them and like, all right, what this artist talking about? You know, what's, the, what's their opinion about this controversial topic or whatnot? And, you, you know, let's be real. They make good music. So sometimes we thinking like, yo, we make good music about Jesus. He has to know the facts about the issues. Then you start listening and you like, man, how are the famous artists that are Christians, like veering so far away from God's word. Again, not my opinion or your opinion, but God's word. So here's what I believe when it comes to all these controversial issues of today. And you asking yourself, how do I maneuver through this as a Christian? Like, again, whether you're a professional at work or an entrepreneur, you're just trying to figure out like, yo, how do I get through this? This is like, a crazy obstacle course uh, with a lot of twists and turns. What I believe we all have to do, me included, whoever you are, is get back to the word. We really more than ever, and that's an exaggeration because really we always need to be in the word, but I just feel like it's so important now to really let the word guide us and how to think through these situations that, look, let's first be real. Some of these issues are not easy to talk about and to think through, but here's what I'm begging y'all. This is what we cannot do. You can't let your favorite TV show, your favorite actor or actress, not even your favorite Christian artist anymore, you can't trust them to be the voice that guides you through these difficult conversations. 
And my fear is we follow numbers now. Let's be real. If a video got 1.2 million views and went viral, we think it's the truth. If an artist goes platinum, we think they tell the truth. You cannot let trends be the guide of your faith. You know what I'm saying? And so you can't just simply follow something because it's popular. We got to get back in the world. Hey, we got to get back in the world. Hey, back in the, back in the world. Yeah. My bad. And here's the thing when we think about the word of God. We got to graduate from verses to chapters, then from chapters to books, then from books to testaments. You know what I mean? Because it's not just about reading the word of God. It's about actually reading it in a sound way, understanding it, and then applying the word of God. Because anybody could throw out a quick scripture. You know what I'm saying? Um, All of sin and falling short of the glory of God, right? That's a scripture that a lot of people know and really don't always know how to put that into action or what it means. You know what I mean? So let's try it out. Let's actually go to a scripture today. We're going to check out Romans chapter 3, starting at verse 21, and I'm reading from the New Living Translation. The subtitle in the New Living Translation says, Christ took our punishment. Verse 21, but now God has shown us a way to be made right with him without keeping the requirements of the law as promised in the writings of Moses and the prophets long ago. Verse 22, here you go. We are made right with God by placing our faith in Jesus Christ. And this is true for everyone who believes, no matter who we are. So let's pause right there. Let's say the question today was like, how are we made right with God? I want to know, Jay, how do you get made right with God, buddy? And you better tell me now. Well, this is one scripture that seems to be pretty straightforward. It's saying we're made right with God by placing our faith in Jesus Christ. Then I like the second part of saying like, bruh, it doesn't matter who you are. Like this is for anyone who believes. So you don't gotta be light-skinned, you don't gotta be tall, you don't gotta be dark-skinned. Like it's for everyone who believes. What if we could all just take that in? Like everyone who believes. Man, all right, verse 23. This is the one that says, for everyone has sinned, we all fall short of God's glorious standard. Verse 24, yet God in his grace freely makes us right in his sight. He did this through Jesus Christ when he freed us from the penalty of our sins. So now it's telling you how God, like, so if you say like, yo, how do you get right with God? It's through Jesus Christ. But then you're like, yo, why, like, why Jesus? Because it's a lot of gods, lowercase g out there, right? People want to believe in some of everything. It's like, well, why do I believe in Jesus? Why, Jay? And it's telling you why. It's telling you he did this through Jesus Christ when he freed us from the penalty of our sins. So like the whole idea of Jesus dying on a cross is not just like some, uh, you know, exercise or like, oh, he went to the cross or some gimmick. It's the reason, the purpose, and why he went to the cross was literally to carry our sins and to de defeat death. And this is the, it's kind of like 
Jesus on the cross was our backstage pass to heaven. And the way that we receive this pass is actually by accepting Jesus Christ into our life. Like Jesus did the work, but we have to accept it. So it's not like when you hear the scripture, for instance, like this scripture, for all have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. Like people use that in an incomplete fashion when it don't really matter. Like, yeah, okay, that's just part of it. We all have. But what makes us right with God? For instance, if you're a non-believer, you're not made right with God because I've sinned. Like, sin doesn't justify sin. The point of saying that we've all sinned is saying that we all need to accept this backstage pass to heaven, but each of us has the responsibility to accept it. So that's the, the part where you have to say, I want Jesus into my life. And this is the part that unfortunately, everyone doesn't get to go through the backstage without the pass. But the pass is free. So yes, Christ died for all of us, but that doesn't mean everyone is going because everyone doesn't want to go. Have you ever had a friend hit you up with some tickets to a concert or to the movies and they like, yo, or the baseball game, because I don't really like baseball. People probably have called me three times this year with tickets to a baseball game. And I'm like, uh, no, I'm straight. I don't like baseball. I don't want to go. Tickets paid for, they free. Some of them was the suite with food and all of that. Like it was going to be laid out. It wasn't going to be nothing for me to do, but I had to accept it. And that's how what Christ did on the cross for us. Yes, we're all the same. You know what I'm saying? Like Jesus died for you. He died for me. Still the same. Everything. But at the end of the day, you have to accept it. So it doesn't matter if you're a liar, a cheater, a hypocrite, or whatever it may be. Yeah, we all have sinned and fallen short, but you got to accept the past. How do you do that? By putting your faith in Jesus Christ. How do you do that? By believing in your heart, confessing with your mouth that he is Lord. And then with that, you will repent and turn away. Repent means to turn away. Oh, I'm going the other way. I was sinning. I was a hypocrite. All right, I'm going to make a left up here on Hypocrite Street. I'm getting off that street. I'm out of there. And then now you are made right with Jesus Christ. Now, that's according to the word. And I'm sure we could dig deep into it as other scriptures and stuff. I love to kind of compare and contrast scriptures. But that was pretty straightforward. And I just wanted to take a moment to read the Bible. The Bible. It's time to get social. Let's get social. It's time to get social. Let's get social. Let's get social. Let's get social. Let's get social. Guys, people, it's time to head over to my Facebook page. My name on Facebook is Jermaine James. And we're about to take a look at this real quick. First post. Let's see. This got 52 likes, nine comments, and eight shares. Here's what I said. Some people are so fascinated with their past that they forsake their future. Look, that's pretty straight to the point. Straight to the point. I can't talk again today. But at the end of the day, man, sometimes moving on is a hard thing to do. And here's what I've learned just, you know, in my experience and dealing with friends and family close to me who go through this type of stuff. Sometimes people can't move on because the thing in the past was so good. 
But the thing about it is it's lost its flavor and it's not good anymore. So you're not even really holding on to what it is today. You're holding on to something that can never come back. And the longer we hold on to something that can never come back, then the longer we wait and push ourselves back from getting to the purpose that God has for us in our life. All right, next post. Oh, this is a cool little shout out to uh, Eric Ingram because he shouted me out on Facebook. He said, shout out to Jermaine James for shifting perspectives. Your gift will make room for you, but are you giving? Hashtag inspire God's people. Thank you, Eric. He added a hashtag inspire. Come on, man. Click that hashtag. I ain't even never clicked the hashtag inspire God's people on Facebook, but I will today. Okay, here's a cool post. 196 likes, 46 comments, 15 shares. And this was a joke because I had smiling faces. And it's a simple message to the guys out there. Fellas, stop dressing like somebody's auntie. Okay, look, I'm all for fashion. I love it. Um, you know, I know that fashion changes and progresses and all that stuff. But I'm a person that believes in limits. You know what I'm saying? You can give me the slim jeans. Maybe even in some brands, skinny jeans that ain't like skin tight. They just more so like tailored. But look, man, we can't be out here looking like aunties and nieces out here, bruh. I'm one of those men that still think it's okay to be manly. And um, I'm not about to change that and start wearing blouses and, um, you know, capris and some of this other stuff. So I know y'all going to hate me for that. Well... Y'all really should love that, especially the ladies. Real men coming back. Are you a new listener to Inspire God's People? If so, and you find yourself like, yo, this was a kind of cool show. I'm feeling it so far. Do me a favor, and you can find all of our previous episodes at jwillmusic.com. Look, if you go to jwillmusic.com, you can actually sign up to get the show delivered to you weekly in your email. If you ain't feeling that, then just go to Apple Podcasts or Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio, and just search Inspire God's People. You'll find it, and you can subscribe. You can subscribe. You can subscribe. It's time for today's J. Will Music Song of the Day. It's entitled Still the Same from my newest album, Inspire God's People. And I could tell y'all, man, what I was thinking about was what I was just talking about, really. It's the fact that we are all the same. And what do I mean by us being all the same? It's the fact that no matter what you have done, no matter what your sin is, you have the opportunity to repent. Like we are all the same in that fact is that like, yo, the worst person from the person that think they the goody two shoes, but still has sin in their heart. What makes us the same is that when we repent, we are brothers and sisters in Christ. There is no difference. For all have sinned and come short of the glory of God, being justified freely by his grace through the redemption that is in Christ Jesus. We still the same. From the east, from the west, we still the same. Black, white, every shade, still the same. Upper class, lower class, still the same. I know we hate each other, but we still the same. I'm from the north, you from the south, we still the same Black, white, that's right, still the same Republican, Democrat, still the same I know we hate each other, but we still the same Tell me how you hate me, you don't even know my name Had me figured out before I ever said a thing 
look like someone that you knew way back in the day So you won't get to know me cause you think that we're the same What makes you different? Are you made in this image? Are you saved by the Christ through repentance? Do you know that he died on the cross? It was there that he said it was finished But you don't like this cause you think I'm self-righteous And I don't like that you don't like this cause you're just like this Hypocrite? Still the same I'm from the east, you from the west, we still the same Black, white, every shade, still the same Upper class, lower class, still the same I know we hate each other, but we still the same I'm from the north, you from the south, we still the same Black, white, that's right, still the same Republican, Democrat, still the same I know we hate each other, but we still the same Nothing changes but the change You feel lost when you lose You feel saved when you save Salvation ain't a feeling Jesus didn't die to make a killing He died to make a living With love for us it was for us to usher into heaven We don't love them back so we turn our backs We rather resent than repent So we choose hell over heaven Now we sentimental to the sinner's mental That's not the same I'm from the east, you from the west, we still the same Black, white, every shade, still the same Upper class, lower class, still the same I know we hate each other, but we still the same I'm from the north, you from the south, we still the same Black, white, that's right, still the same Republican, Democrat, still the same I know we hate each other, but we still the same I know we hate each other, probably cause we ain't each other So we fake and say we brothers, I wanna be you Cause your grass looks green, and you wanna be me Cause my grass green too, we're still the same Why do we complain, even when we're different we the same Hatred has become our entertainment, internet exposing inner racist When the saints go marching in, I wanna be in that arrangement That's why I repent in Jesus name When it comes to heaven, we're the same. Yo, you just heard Still the Same by J-Will Music. That's me. And from my new album, Inspire God's People. Now, let's say you was feeling that song and you trying to hear it again while you're in the car, while you're cleaning up or whatever. Then what you need to do is just simply search Inspire God's People by J-Will Music. You could do that by typing it into Google. You could search it on Apple iTunes, Apple Music. Google Play Music, Spotify, anywhere else where there's music that you listen to, just type in J-Will Music, Inspire God's People. And please do give us ratings and, you know, five stars or, you know, leave a comment or something, tell me what you think. And thank y'all so much for rocking with me. It's time to go. song y'all what up what up what up god's people you know i forget this they can't sing things back at least that i can hear i wonder the people like when i when i say what up god's people do, like they driving in their car or whatever they are do they be like what up though like i want to be out of the number of people that listen to this show mm-hmm. i'm sure that we are attracting at least one crazy person <laughs> 
that is definitely talking back to the show. Um, hey, keep keep talking back, Doc. Exactly. We hear you in the spirit. That's a lie. Right. <laughs> what up, man? What up, man? Hey, man. So, so, uh, I, I guess people wouldn't know this this yet, but uh, so my wife has a as a as a business that she started. Yeah, and I'm gonna have to. Uh, we got to get her on, get her, um, get her uh, as a as a um, inspiration. No, no, as a uh, sponsor, sponsor for the show. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you on. come with the right check, we can make it happen. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. <laughs> you hear that, honey? <laughs> <laughs> but uh, she makes these uh, prayer, you know, prayer boxes. Yes. And uh, so I won't go into detail in that right now. We we wait till the sponsorship. Uh, I mean, you can give them whatever information you got, my brother. Okay, I I give you some some grace right ah, now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yes, sir. Okay, so well, you know, my wife um started a, a company called Out the Box Creations, where she takes boxes, you know, that she buys. They're you know like wooden boxes, and she paints them and decorates them, and uses them for uh you know sells them as prayer boxes or praise boxes, or she even makes uh jewelry boxes, hat boxes, whatever type of box you need, and it's called Out the Box. I love it. Shit, nah. I love it. So we had a we had an event one time that she she um she was a vendor at. And when we were we were coming home from the event and we had a lot of bags and stuff in the car. So now this is where we shift over to the uh, deep conversation. All right. So we got we got back home. Her nephew, uh my my nephew, her her sister's son was with us. He's 7 years old, I believe. He's 7 or 8 years old. Okay. Right. Get it together, brother. Uh, right. Hey. <laughs> Seven is the number. Of- all right. So anyway, so we had all these bags in the car. So I took one bag out of the car and I set it down and he was grabbing bags. And I asked him, could he carry this bag? So he he grabbed this bag. It was really heavy. And he lifted it straight up. And he said, see, Uncle Lavelle, I can lift the bag. And I said, I'm glad you can lift it. Mm. But can you carry it? No, I'll the preach. The wind blowing. That's just the wind. I had the, the window up. I preach all the time, dog. No matter what age, I just. just... I, and, 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 you know, I I didn't, but I, I wish I had said it in my preacher voice. I understand. Mm. Uh huh. Mm. That you can lift the bag. Mm, Butera. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What is Butera? <laughs> Butera. <laughs> Can you carry it? Mm-hmm. So I thought that was really interesting because he had the strength to lift his bag up, Ooh. but he didn't have the strength to carry it into the house. Man, that's deep. <laughs> well, I want to first start off mm-hmm. with a story. Okay. In response to your story. Ah. Now, you don't know where this is going. I literally have See, no usually idea. I'm the one sitting here in these conversations that don't know what's about to happen. <laughs> now, you don't know what's going to happen. I went to the grocery store last week. Okay. I'm in a store, and I bought maybe 10 bottles of water. Mm. And um, You know they, they sell cases. The case wasn't on sale. Ah! <laughs> Come on, bro. Follow me now. So the lady who's ringing me up and um, also bagging. Okay. Mm. Um, 
I was uh, I was helping her bag, so we both were in, ended up bagging because they didn't have a bagger. Ah, come on, now, I got this can get deep on so many levels. Like, see, when I if it was me, like introducing the deep conversations uh-huh. to you, you 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 wouldn't have nowhere to go, bro. It, we wouldn't need you, so that's that's why we let you you know open it up. So the lady was packing my bags. Mm-hmm. As she was packing them, mm. I knew. It wasn't that I couldn't carry it, mm. but I knew the bag couldn't handle the weight of what she was putting in Woo! it. But I didn't say nothing. Mm. So I got to the car uh-huh. and I picked the bag up mm. and two of the bottles of water fell on the ground, Wow! burst open. Mm. And I was too lazy to walk back in there. So I just lost $1.66. Wow. It was on sale. I lost two bottles. <laughs> wow. And so, mm-hmm. in response to your deep conversation, ah. where there are times when you can pick up the burden, mm-hmm. but you can't carry it, mm. there are other times mm-hmm. where the burden may look and feel light, so you try to carry it, but it was too heavy for you. Wow. We done. I'll, I'll see done. you next week, Doc. I, I literally was about to walk out. <laughs> That's it, bro. I ain't got nothing else. If that didn't just preach to you, just turn it up, turn the show off. Now nah, you might as well go finish cleaning the house, cooking, whatever you was doing while you was listening. Like, now, what if preachers really did that though? Like they drop a deep revelation and then really are finished. Let me tell you something. Uh-huh. I'm gonna do it one day. Oh, that would be awesome. Bro. I'm gonna do it one day because I know this is something I've thought about. I'm not sure. <laughs> I know one day something going to hit me so heavy that uh-huh. that's really going to be it. And I'm looking forward to the day, the moment, and the opportunity. Like, drop it on me, Lord. <laughs> and I'm walking off. I'm getting in my car, going home. We can go eat early, dude. They're going to be looking like, what in the world? I was about to say, the audience going to be so confused. Like, you walk up, you say one <laughs> sentence, and then drop the mic. Boom. Ooh. <laughs> you walk off. Introducing. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, that is crazy. Yo, so I mean, I think is I think I, I mean what you said like literally just added to the weight of the story. Because a lot of times we try to lift our burdens and we try to carry our burdens but we can't. And it seems okay at first. Like it seems like okay, I can lift this. I can pick this up. But to walk with it, to carry it, to go on through your life with it is one is is a totally different issue than just picking it up. And because I think it's very important when we're talking about this mm-hmm. to to be specific, right? Mm-hmm. So so we're generally talking about burdens and stuff. Mm-hmm. But now I want to shift it to be a little more specific. Okay. In the world that we are living in today, mm-hmm. There are things that people are doing, taking matters into their own hand Mm. because we think that human beings can solve God problems. Wow. So what we're saying is, oh, no, wait a minute. Hold on. We got this issue. A lot of people are having babies that they don't want. Mm. Some of the people can't afford the babies. and the word of God would say mm-hmm. that the solution 
to this mm-hmm. is God's way, right? He created this way that you, a man and a woman, come together in marriage, right? Mm-hmm. Even if you just look practically, this is a much more healthy way to have intimacy and procreate. Absolutely. Because now the child is in a two-parent household, mm-hmm. um, more established financially. All, all of these things, mm-hmm. even practically, would be a better answer. Mm-hmm. But the human being answer mm-hmm. to that is, no, no, no. We can carry that burden, God. Don't worry about it. We have an answer to it. Wow. We'll just abort all the babies. Wow. Because it looks, look, it looks light. Mm. Because... The abortion clinic is right up there. Mm-hmm. You got the money. Once the baby gone, it's gone. You move on with your life. But the reason it's a much heavier burden for you to carry mm-hmm. is because you didn't anticipate that you weren't created to do what just happened. Wow. And so you didn't anticipate the emotional things that you would go through and maybe sometimes even the physical things in your body that you would go through mm-hmm. after doing that. And my point is, there are burdens in our life that we are carrying because we simply think we have a better answer than God. Wow. Wow. Yeah. And we, yeah. Wow. We do that all the time. We want to take the wheel. I, you know, those, those stickers, Jesus, God is my co-pilot. Yeah. Why is he the co-pilot? Makes no sense. I don't even want to be the co-pilot. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I don't know if you remember uh, Greyhound buses. It, mm. Their slogan was "Sit back and leave the driving to us." Ooh, it was <laughs> something tells me they had some bad customers at some point. You know, people use Greyhound when they get out of jail. <laughs> like, like, Literally, the first time ever. <laughs> I'm sorry. Every time one of my uncles got out of jail, they it came home with a Greyhound. Bus. So that's that's the way I know about Greyhound. But amazingly. You're right. We do try to handle God problems as human beings instead of doing what the scripture says in 1 Peter chapter 5, verse 7. It says, casting all your care upon him, for he careth for you. And I thought that was a really interesting way Peter put that. So Casting. Exactly. Not handing to, casting. Throw that thing. Literally, I catch. You know, it, right, right. That's that, that's the connotation there. It's like I have to get rid of this, but our natural proclivity is to hold on to it. I have to carry this. I have to do this. And sometimes, see, the reason we don't view it as holding on to it mm-hmm. is because what we told ourselves is that it's not that I'm holding on to my burden. Mm -hmm. It's just that I had a better way to get rid of it. Wow. And so it's like, no, no, I'm not carrying the burden. I solved the problem. Mm -hmm. Like, I have these issues in my life, so I use drugs and alcohol to cover them. Mm -hmm. That solved the problem, right? No, no, it just created new problems. And the longer we carry our own burdens, what ends up happening is because we weren't created to carry them, what, how many things fall out the bag along the way? Mm. Like how many, how much of our purpose Mm. and our faith fall out the bag and we lose it along the way and and we break things Mm -hmm. and it's like, man, they gone. Like we we too lazy to go back. Like 
It's like, that's just gone. And there's so much, so many pieces of us that we lose because we try to solve the problems ourselves versus saying, look, I'm young. I made this mistake. Mm -hmm. My girl is pregnant. Mm -hmm. And I don't know how I'm going to make it. Right. All right, let me cast this care upon you, God. Mm. What do I do? And then you realize there's other options. There's adoption agencies. There, there, I've heard stories of people where they can, all you got, all right, so let's say hypothetically, mm-hmm. and I, I wasn't planning to talk about abortion, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. we're talking about it. Amen. Let's say you have someone who's like, I want an abortion because I can't afford this baby and all this other stuff. Mm-hmm. Well, there are adoption agencies out there that's like, look, you can actually choose the family. We have families out here mm. that want children, mm-hmm. right? Maybe can't have their own or whatever it is, or some do have their own children and still want to adopt, whatever the situation. But we're going to allow you, all you got to do is birth the baby. Wow. Now it ain't, it ain't going to cost. Look, that might cost you less than going to get the abortion. You know what right, I'm saying? Because right, you got insurance right. or something, whatever. Mm-hmm you can go choose the family that your baby gets to live with. Wow. The reason I'm saying this right now mm-hmm. is because the world tells us that the only way to get rid of a burden is to carry it yourself. Mm. And there are other options and other ways to get beyond things and cast your cares upon the Lord. Or maybe the Lord provides you keep the baby. Mm-hmm. Don't know how you're going to make it and do it on your own as a young teenage mom. How many young teenage moms do we know? <laughs> I'm a product of one. Exactly. Look at look at you. you you've shared your story on here before. Mm-hmm. Like, and, and maybe if you don't mind, talk about it from that perspective, right? Yeah. You are a product of a mother that very easily could have looked at your, your dad left. She has mm-hmm. this baby by herself. Don't know how she's going to take care of it. This is a burden that I don't have an answer to. Wow. And, and, you know, and, and, and that i never, you just scared me. Actually, I never really <laughs> thought about it that way. Like my mother could have aborted me easily. Wow. I, and I actually heard Fred Hammond give his testimony. His mother did abort him, mm. but it went, something went wrong. God ended oh, up literally, bl- man, dog, I, I was literally in tears when I heard that. Like she went to the abortion clinic. They went through the procedure but wow. it didn't work. Like I was like, wow, you know? So yeah. And you know, I was, I was my mother was 15 when she got pregnant with me and 16 when she had me, she could have very easily, she was still in high school and you your know, father left literally he was gone. I've never, I've never met my father in case you all haven't heard the, heard my uh, testimony or, yeah. or, or my interview, I guess, whichever you are. But yeah, you know, so, yeah, she could have very easily aborted me, but thank God she didn't. Thank God she didn't. And, and y'all made it, though. Exactly, exactly. And other people pitched in, my grandparents, you know, pitched in, my godfather. These, these, you know, God will use who, whomever he will to make sure that your purpose gets accomplished before you end up killing your purpose. Now... This goes back to a conversation we had before about grace. Mm. Paul had the thorn. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He wanted the thorn to be removed. Right. 
God said, my grace is sufficient. Wow. There are times that we have burdens and we like, look, we about to, I'm about to figure out how to get rid of this burden. Whether that's me carrying it to a certain destination Mm -hmm. or me getting rid of it myself. But God is saying, my grace Mm. is sufficient. I have the people in place that are going to assist you. And and you don't see it all yet. And you're in this this child that you're that you're pregnant with is going to be saved one day Mm. and is going to do my work and going to preach my gospel. And, and and actually minister to other people. Here's the other thing about being a believer. When you think about the Great Commission and the whole idea of, you know, making disciples of other people mm-hmm. across all nations. If a believer, if you abort one believer, mm. that's not just one person. Wow. That's the other people that they were designed and assigned to minister to. Right. And so this thing runs deep, man. You know, I never looked at uh, the My Grace is Sufficient scripture as an anti-abortion scripture. There you have it. Because like you said, it, he he had this thorn in him. He wanted to remove it. Literally wanted to remove it. But God, he, 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 it said he pleaded with the Lord three times, remove this. My grace is sufficient. <sighs> See, we quote these things mm. when they sound good. Let, let me tell you something. <laughs> a lot of things sound good in a song mm-hmm. that don't sound good in real life. Wow. My grace is sufficient? Mm-hmm. Oh, that sounds real good if you want to sing it. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But when you really are in that moment where you have this thing that you're dealing with, I, I've heard a lot of people, you know, talk about, and I'm not going to get into other specific things. I think I done went about controversial enough today with abortion. (laughs) Um, But I also think those are very important conversations for believers to start thinking through. Oh, absolutely. And I've told people, like, there are some things we're going to talk about on this show. I wanted to take time. Mm -hmm. I wanted to get to know you. (laughs) Right. Before I shut you down. (laughs) (laughs) All right. The Lord's grace is sufficient. It is. It is. And and let me just say this. We're not, condemning anyone who's listening that may have had not at all thank you for saying that that's important to say absolutely we are not you know we you know we we don't condemn just like god doesn't condemn he may convict but he doesn't condemn us and and let me say this and here's why specifically Mm -hmm. is because abortion is the example today right Mm -hmm. but there's a bunch of other sins there's Correct. sins I'm guilty of, mm-hmm. sins that anyone is guilty of. Mm-hmm. Glad and you didn't say me, Doc. <laughs> <laughs> the perfect mind of God. <laughs> no, but, and, and, and here is the beauty of Christ mm. and that grace and repentance. Yes. Because, you know, I'm, there are times that sometimes I forget when we had certain conversations. Yeah, yeah. But when you think of the whole, idea of you know, God's power like in his strength and the fact that look in our weakness he's made perfect mm-hmm. it's this idea of like you need me because you are so weak because you've sinned like we all need Christ Jesus I need Jesus amen like I'm a man so 
abortion ain't on my hit list. Mm -hmm. There's a bunch of other sins that I've committed. Mm -hmm. And I need Jesus just as much as the next person. But I think what's important is this. We cannot use the fact that we've all sinned and we've all fallen short as an excuse to keep on. To yeah. keep on. And Amen. that's what we're talking about. We're not, to Lavelle's point, we are not here to condemn people mm-hmm. because you need Jesus. We there. I talk about it on um, the last song on my album, mm-hmm. Christian Lifestyle. Okay. I literally say, we all got something we wish that we could take it back. Yeah. Take it back, Lord Jesus. Take it back. You repented, so we took it back. Took, and that's what it comes down to. Mm. God, through repentance, God's grace is sufficient. Mm-hmm. Doesn't mean it's going to be perfect. You may be dealing with emotions and things, but God is here to get us through that. And his word is here to get us through. Absolutely. Wow. Praise God. Amen. Well, any burdens I have, I have to cast on God. I have to. I'm casting, too. I'm. I'm throwing it at him. <laughs> and they and look, they will they will arise. Oh, yeah. Like can can you do you mind just not to put you on the spot in that way. Mm-hmm. And maybe you're not even thinking of it this way. But I just feel like I just want you to give a little insight or perspective on this idea that the burdens will be there. Mm-hmm. Because you have people that question God because bad things happen in the world. And so you'll have people that's like, that, that ain't right. It's kids over here dying every day. And then they'll use that as an excuse as to why we should be able to do whatever we want to do. Because why did God let that happen anyway? Yeah, I, I think I think really we have been poisoned by a lot of this preaching that we hear on TV and on the radio we view God as a genie and we rub the magic Bible and this cosmic genie pops out and asks, what can I do for you? Right. That is not the God of scripture. We do not get our way. It is about his will, his purpose. And if we attach ourselves to that, we're going to be blessed along the way. God can move. But Jesus actually promised us. He said, in this world, you will have tribulations. Man. And we skip over that. And we say, you know what? No, everything is a rose garden when you're saved. But even roses have thorns. You are going to get cut in this life. Things are going to go bad. Things are going to go wrong. There are things that are going to happen. I'm not going to sit here and sugarcoat and try to promise you this good, perfect life. No, but that's why he said, my grace is sufficient. His power is made perfect in our weakness. And the problem is we don't ever want to let go. We want to be in control. We want to do things our way. We want to tell God what to do and how to do it and not just sit back and receive his will and his purpose for our lives. We don't want to be weak. Mm. And I get it because we all want to present ourselves. I see this a lot, man. And it is something that I've learned for me. It's like, yo, like, please don't ever don't put me there. Like. I'm human. Mm-hmm. Like I can't like I talked about it with Doug. We talked about it in our inspiration interview. Like, yo, I can't trust me. 
-hmm. I can't have total trust in me. That doesn't mean that I have ill intentions or I'm like purposely about to wild out or or whatever. It's just Mm -hmm. saying that like, no, I need Christ. Like, and I've learned that it's when I can admit my weakness, even to myself and Mm -hmm. to the Lord, that the Lord can be strong. Yes. You know what I'm saying? That, that, that his strength can be made perfect. And, and I could say, look, when you say you weak, okay, to the grocery, the grocery bag, right? Mm-hmm. If you admit you're weak, then you don't got to try to act like you can carry something that's too heavy for you. Mm. Wow. But we don't want other people who watching. So what do we do? Carry 18 bags in the house. Wow. Off one time. <laughs> right. It's like, oh, no, I got, I got all 18 of these, <laughs> bruh. <laughs> you losing your breath as we speak. <laughs> right. Tripping up the stairs. Can't get your keys out. <laughs> wow. Because you don't want to look weak. And, and it's, it's amazing to me that we, tr- everybody, we all try to be God. We try to do his job. But then nobody wants to admit that Jesus is God. It's like weird? everybody gets to be God but Jesus. <laughs> everybody God but God. That's crazy, man. Wow. And, and again, like, where this stuff becomes super important, especially when we talk about, like, the abortion issue and things like that that are very controversial, right? Mm-hmm. Almost to the point where anything you say about it is going to be picked apart. And that's because most people's um, angle is to be right about something. Mm. And I think as believers, what we have to start doing is say, look, this like the stuff I'm saying about abortion, mm-hmm. it ain't just because this is what I emotionally feel right. or think in, in and of myself. I'm not dependent on me, but I can't help it when I read the word of God. Mm-hmm. And when I look at it, I, I'm going to say this. I'm, I'm going to tell you one simple thing and, and I'll leave that alone. Mm-hmm. One of the simple things about abortion that really bothered me when I was, I was studying this probably six years ago, I was really studying abortion like mm-hmm. strongly. There was one thing that really bothered me or a couple things really. Like when I learned that at least the last time I look, I learned that the baby's heart start beating within 18 days, I believe okay. of conception. I'm like, wow. So, so just my common sense, like no more studying, no, no deep stuff from there. It's just mm-hmm. like, okay, 18 days in, it's a heart beating. Mm-hmm. You're telling me that's not a person? Wow. Like, I mean, I'm just talking common sense now. <laughs> right. I'm not, I'm, I'm mm-hmm. not the smartest not even dude. getting into the medical aspect. Yeah, just like. Common sense. Like if I brought something to you and said, it's a heart beating. <laughs> right. Like, bro, that's <laughs> something, right? Mm-hmm. Then this is what really bothered me. It was when I started looking at the stats, and now I'm specifically, and I don't typically get into like, uh, you know, the race stuff and calling things out about, mm-hmm. you know, quote unquote race. Mm-hmm. But when I was looking up the number one cause of death amongst African Americans, and I believe at the time when I looked some years back, it was like hypertension or heart issues or something like that, right? Okay. But then I learned that there are were significantly more abortions than those same heart issues, but abortions don't get counted in those stats because it's not considered a death 
because it's not considered a life. Wow. To me, that is pure deception. The number one cause of death amongst the African-American community is abortion. And those are the things like things like that really bother me because it's like, well, wait a minute. Are we trying to be right for political reasons or, you know, emotionally? Or are we really trying to dig down to the truth of this? Because there are literally millions of lives at stake. And then, and I'm sorry, I know I'm like on a super soapbox that I wasn't trying to go on. No, this is good. So I'm, I apologize. But we complain about being a minority. Mm-hmm. We complain about not having opportunities in the workplace. And America is against us and all this stuff. Well, if we simply mm. X out the killing of ourselves via abortion, wow. then maybe there will be more of us. Maybe some of them people you killing is some managers mm-hmm. and some presidents or whatever else that's going to create other jobs, right? I mean, these are the practical things I think about that I'm like, yo, maybe I know people would challenge what I'm saying. So I don't have a problem with that. I know that there will be challenges to what I'm saying, what I'm thinking. Some people won't like it. That's fine. But I'm also not trying to be right. Right. (laughs) I'm just really trying to get down to to the truth of the matters. Like, Take away the Republican, take away the Democrat. Let's stop hiding behind these political agendas. Because I'm talking about God's people. I'm talking about believers. Amen. I'm not Amen. talking about the world. I'm talking about conversations in the church. Mm-hmm. Is how much weight does God's word hold if it was on a scale? Mm. Is it Republican, Democrat, or God's word? Which one is heavier? Wow. Wow. <laughs> I don't know how to end. <laughs> I mean, I just mistakenly no. hijacked your segment no. and probably lost a thousand <laughs> listeners of the show. No, no. God bless. No, no. Ho- hopefully, hopefully we, you know, again, like you said, it's it's really about God's word. And I think it's a really interesting point that you said this is to God's people. That's the name of the show. Yeah. Inspire God's people. Sometimes inspiration isn't easy. I'll be honest. You inspire me. I can be a procrastinator, not handling my business, sitting around y'all. Y'all learned in a previous episode that I get to work right at the right, right. before it's time to punch in. But you inspire me. But when you do inspire me, it's for a purpose. Yeah. It, it may hurt. It make me feel make make me feel uncomfortable. Right. But that's what inspiration is. So I do believe that you have inspired someone through this segment. And again, we're not, you know, it was no type of condemnation. Uh, anywhere in there is we, we all have sinned. The Bible says we all have sinned and fallen short of God's glory. And but, we love you. Oh, and like, like real talk, like the tone, um, even if, even if I get passionate, cause I do that sometimes talking about stuff like this, like my purpose to Lavelle's point is like, I'm really thinking like, is there a baby out there is it at risk right now? Is there a person? Mm. I'm, I'm not trying to condemn people who already have crossed that path. Right. Those people don't need condemnation. They need prayer Amen. So, to help them get through. Like, right. So I'm happy you brought that up because what I'm genuinely thinking about is like, yo, there's some babies out there that we could like help save now. Amen. Like, forget your political agenda or all that. Like, is it a, is it a life that we could save by talking about this stuff? Mm. And that's what I'm thinking about because my heart goes out as I sit back and watch the world passionately speak. They make banners, they make billboards, and like we sit back and it and I get it because it's so hard to talk about because the moment you try to talk about this stuff, 
even as we're doing, you got to have every disclaimer so people know your, you know, position. Yeah. When people are trying to convince you to get an abortion, they never give a disclaimer. Mm. They can just preach passionately right. and tell you what you should do as if it's the truth mm-hmm. with no biblical support for what they're telling you to do. Wow. So, yeah. You know, I, I know this segment has went a, a little long, but if you wouldn't mind, I, I just kind of feel led to pray. Amen. Go ahead, man. To pray for somebody out there right now. And uh, Father God, we come to you in the name of Jesus, Lord, and we just pray right now that this message is reaching someone, that you would soften the hearts, take away the heart of stone, give them a heart of flesh, speak to them, Holy Spirit, draw them unto you, Lord, right now in the name of Jesus. Someone that's grappling with a decision, We pray for them right now in the name of Jesus. Lord, that your spirit would lead, guide, and direct. That they would do not only what's right, but that they would do what's righteous. What you have called them to do, oh God. That they won't be influenced by any political agenda, by any uh, arguments, pro-choice, pro-life, all of this stuff God we just pray right now in the name of Jesus that they would hearken to your spirit and obey your word give them peace in the name of Jesus and Lord we pray for those who may have even already crossed that line God that you would give them peace give them rest give them forgiveness allow them to forgive themselves and give them peace in the name of We thank you, Lord, for your Holy Spirit that's moving in the lives of your people. Inspire us, build us up, God, to stand firm on your word. And we thank you for it. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. I love y'all. I love y'all. I love y'all. I love y'all. God's people, thank you for listening to today's show. Look, do you have feedback? You want to let me know what's on your mind? You got a topic you want to hear, or you just want to let me know what you thought about today's show. It's easy. Shoot me an email. You can catch me at JermaineWilsonMusic at gmail.com. Again, JermaineWilsonMusic. It's all one word. Let me know what you think. And you like this show, don't you? So you know what you want to do? You want to listen to it at work. You want to listen to it in the gym. Do me a favor. Just search Inspire God's People. You can Google it. You can find it on Spotify, iTunes, and anywhere else you listen to music or podcasts. You know what else? You should share this show with someone. Why? Because it's a good show. And if you don't like this show, just act like you like it. 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 Act like you like it.